Hello, and welcome to the sixth publicly released episode of 33 and a Third Under 45. This show is a collection of personal essays written by me, Ryan Lynch, each based around an album that I've had on repeat. For the next few weeks, I'm releasing previous episodes that were originally available exclusively on Patreon. This episode was originally written on December 15th, 2018. For up-to-date news, episodes, and columns, follow me on Twitter, at StoopKidLivesOn, or go to FranzRadio.com. Or, you can follow my band, Premium Heart, at PremiumHeartNY on Facebook and Twitter to stay up-to-date on future shows and releases. Our next one is February 19th at Amityville Music Hall in Amityville, New York. That's in just a few hours if you're listening to this on the day it came out. Hope to see you there. What kind of soundtrack keeps us inspired in a cynical world? I'm Ryan Lynch, and this is 33 and a Third, Under 45. It's been a rough month. The only way I can bring myself to describe it is transitional. My main companion throughout it has been David Bowie. Last episode, I talked about why and when I started listening to Bowie, so I won't reiterate, but the shorthand context is that I just got married and election day came and went. And for this month, I'm going to dive into my favorite era for the next few episodes. I'll be covering an album from David Bowie's Berlin Trilogy. Up first is Low. Such a wonderful person I'm new to the whole Bowie catalog, and lore would probably be the best way to describe the many personas and phases of his career. The first album that really resonated with me was the incredible Station to Station, under his Thin White Duke persona, which, if you don't know, is an interesting and controversial era for him, when he made a lot of seemingly pro-fascist remarks, which he later attributed to cocaine and drug abuse. Following the end of that era, Bowie moved to the still-divided city of Berlin to escape the toxicity of his lifestyle in L.A. and work on his next three records with Brian Eno, the first of which is Low. When I first learned this context, I'd already fallen in love with the record, after getting caught in a blizzard with it for a very tense two-hour drive home in the snow. But the story behind it made me take a closer look at what Bowie was trying to say. I was soon struck by just how much it really resonated with my feelings over the last month. Like in Be My Wife. Sometimes you get nowhere. 
I hadn't realized just how much of my anxiety and anger at the world was being scapegoated into the aforementioned wedding and election. I was constantly saying, once we get through this, we'll finally have time to, and once this all goes right, I'll be way better, I promise, to no one really but myself. Afterwards, I felt empty. The wedding was perfect, and the election was a wave. Objectively, everything should be great now, but I wasn't being honest with my problems in the first place. Just like Bowie's, and America's, temporary love affair with unchecked fascism, I was putting so much faith in this larger idea to just fix everything without having to actually rectify the issues inside of me. Hoping to be saved left me bottling up a lot of things I've struggled with for years, like my anger. I started really retreating into myself, choosing headphones over my stereo, and sitting alone in my office instead of working in the open living room. Too often, when I tried to open up, I just found myself in another argument. More often than not, they were either my own fault, or I was over-exaggerating the effect of someone else's flaws. The next song, What in the World, lays it out better than I can. I've always struggled with a lot of internal rage. At society, my friends, my family, the list goes on. I'm always aware that I'm flying off the handle, but I just can't bring myself to stop. Even when, no, especially when, those that I love are the focus, I just can't help it. I hate it, but I'm trying. Throughout Low, Bowie talks a lot about how hard it is to break the toxic cycles that define us, even when you know you're being watched by those affected. In Always Crashing the Same Car, for example. Jasmine. So you Structurally, Low is a fascinating album. The first seven songs are complete, but only just. They're primarily shorter snippets, some instrumental, that fade out right when you start to get the feel of what Bowie was going for. Soon as I felt the connection and message I was looking for, Bowie leaves, leaving us both with the same problems we had before he started. This happens over and over on the record. And I'm never ready to hear the end of a song like Sound and Vision. Sometimes, but 
And the way the album ends is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. The final songs are mostly instrumental or with atmospheric and often non-English vocals. During the following year's tour, he opened with the first of these, Warsawa, to make sure the audience was patient and ready to really experience the show. Side note, listen to David Bowie's stage. It might be my favorite live album. These pieces sound like the perfect soundtrack to my favorite movie, whether it really exists or not. They're somber, they're complex, they're so deep and rich in instrumentation and tone. This is exactly what I've been feeling sounds like, and that helps. The Berlin Trilogy's first entry really means the world to me, and really set me up to try to face my issues head-on instead of projecting and scapegoating. How's that going? Well, next episode, I'll talk about Heroes, which started to help me answer that question.